0: They saw a bleed in the brain. So when they went further with the MRI, there was a tumor, and it was the tumor that was bleeding.
1: She just knew it was a different headache than she had ever had. I know Judy for a long time. She is not an alarmist, so for her to go to the emergency room,
2: I knew it had to be bad. Something needed to be done, and that something that needed to be done was a surgery. Going into the brain matter itself and removing this tumor from a critical structure of her brain. There's no question that this designation and what that means to me is very special and irreplaceable.
3: Those were the voices of Judy Lucas, nurse educator Donna Tanzi, and Judy's doctor, Robert Kerr. The designation Dr. Kerr referred to, the magnet designation, is an important element in Judy's health story. Hi, I'm David North. Judy Lucas was 52, a wife, mother of two, and deeply involved with her church community. And in her work with disabled students, when she experienced a sudden headache and her life was suddenly in jeopardy. The cause, a large malignant tumor. Judy's longtime friend, Donna Tanzi, is Director of Nursing Education and Innovation at Northwell's Huntington Hospital and Magnet Project Director. Her team holds four consecutive national magnet designations, a rare honor. We'll hear how that worked to Judy's advantage, but first, Judy's health story. We spoke in the family room of her home in Comac, New York, about that day in July of 2015.
0: I went running with one of my daughters. They both are avid runners, so I was running with my younger daughter. Felt good. Ran about three miles, and came back home. We ate dinner, and we were just around ten o'clock or ten thirty. We were just sitting down for a few minutes, and I just had it. It was just a very, very sudden headache. It came up in one second. It was the whole side of my head, from front to back, and it just—it was enough that I jumped off the couch because it was just. It was just sudden.
3: Judy and her husband Craig went to the emergency department at Huntington Hospital where a number of tests were administered and she received a diagnosis. A
0: bleed. They saw a bleed in the brain. So when they went further with the MRI there was a tumor and it was the tumor that was bleeding. Uh, The pain came from the tumor pressing in on my brain.
3: Judy is an active parishioner at St. Anthony of Padua Roman Catholic Church in East Northport. She describes how her faith and the active perception of a nurse eased her mind as technicians examined her brain.
0: So this really wonderful nurse, Maggie, um, she was, you know, wheeling me from the emergency room down to the testing equipment. And I guess I must have asked her how long the test would be. So she really picked up, you know, it was impressive that she picked up on something very slight. I asked her how long the test would be, and when she answered me, I said to her, oh, that's just long enough for me to say my rosary. So while I was in the test, what I found out later is she thought I was a little bit um, anxious because she could see that I was moving my fingers. I mean, I was really moving my fingers because I was counting the beads on my fingers. If you're not familiar with the rosary, it's ten beads, ten fingers. So I was counting on my fingers during the test, Um But she was attuned enough to remember what I had said to her when I asked her how long the test was. So while I was in the MRI, I hear her in the headphones say to me, "Um, would you mind if I read to you from Hebrews? So it turned out that her husband is a Christian minister uh, and pastor. So she started reading from Hebrews to me during my MRI, which for me was just like incredibly peaceful.
3: Judy and Maggie tuned into Psalm 91 with assurances of refuge in times of trouble and salvation for the faithful. Judy says she also prayed with and for her surgeon, Dr. Robert Kerr. I asked him about that level of attention and observation among nurses when patients speak different languages, are non-religious, or are from different cultures. He says Judy's experience illustrates the value to all of nurses within a magnet-designated facility.
2: I think as part of that commitment to excellence and what is reflected in being a magnet facility, um, there is that desire and, and it is a commitment to meeting any patient regardless of their background with the same degree of understanding and openness whether that is by way of cultural religious or socioeconomic background that as far as we're concerned and i see this on a daily basis as far as the nurses at the bedside are concerned that becomes irrelevant to the human being the individual the patient who is there relying on us to give their very best on every occasion, and that is, again, what's so special about a Magnet Hospital facility because you see that demonstrated quite poignantly on an everyday basis.
3: Dr. Robert Kerr, Section Chief of Neurology for North Wells Huntington Hospital. Hi, I'm David North, and this is Health Story. Judy Lucas described the comfort and reassurance she received from a nurse during a very stressful ordeal. Nurse educator and Huntington Hospital's Magnet Project Director, Donna Tanzi.
1: It always surprises me how few people really know what the magnet designation is, but it gives me the opportunity to explain that magnet is like winning the Olympic gold medal in nursing. We went on our initial journey in 2004 to seek magnet designation, and every four years going for the redesignation requires us raising the bar even more. We're really only the second in New York State to ever ever achieve that, and really only the 33rd in the country. 5,400 hospitals, and only 33 are designated four or more times.
3: Donna says magnet designation is evidence of excellence, as evaluated and awarded by the American Nurses Credentialing Center, a division of the American Nurses Association. It's also evidence of a good working environment for nurses, a benefit for patients and their doctors. Robert Kerr.
2: It means that the colleagues who are my nursing colleagues that help my patients on a day-to-day basis have demonstrated a commitment that far exceeds what you would find in most medical facilities. It's a demonstration on a consistent basis of renewal, Education and improvement in their own skill set, but also in the environment that they work in, which translates into a commitment to the care and compassion that they give to every single patient. It also reflects a commitment to longevity, and by that I mean a commitment to a facility and to that program. Many facilities that I've worked at before, every month every second month you walk on a floor or a particular unit, the individuals you see there, though dedicated and and committed to their profession and their craft, are different individuals. When you walk into a magnet hospital, the faces that you see, the voices you talk to on the phone, the team that's supporting you are the same dedicated, consistent individuals. And so, rather than just a person you work with, again, it's a team and a family environment, and we work together in a more cohesive manner that way. And when you're working with professionals that have that equal commitment to excellence and to compassion and looking after patients with that high standard, that's irreplaceable.
3: Dr. Kerr says the tumor in Judy Lucas's brain was about the size of a clementine orange and located between her brain and her skull. Surgical procedures included stanching blood flow to the tumor, removal, and replacing a portion of Judy's skull. He worked with Northwell's Feinstein Institute to craft a replacement portion, using computer design and 3D printing. He says excellence in performance as a magnet attracts excellence throughout the system.
2: It speaks to, at Northwell and and at Huntington in particular, that the capacity we have from a technology and a team base to provide what an individual patient needs and in this particular circumstance a defect in the skull in the occipital region where you put your head down on a pillow every night and to have that to be comfortable and the back of the brain protected on an ongoing basis is really important. And so for that reason, this was an ideal application of this kind of technology and and an opportunity to apply it.
3: Judy Lucas is doing well. She's had additional surgeries and returns to Huntington Hospital for tests. She's lost some peripheral vision as a result of surgery, but can see opportunities all around to enjoy life, family, and to contribute to her faith community.
0: Day-to-day, it's a little more difficult to live with than I anticipated. Um, You know, I can't drive, um, it's difficult to work, it's difficult, you know, I'm kind of a type A personality. If you hang around with me long enough, you see, I am a little more limited than I fear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, but certainly um, feeling healthy. Work as though everything depends on you, and pray as though everything depends on God. <laughs> it was a pretty tough. It was tough, but it was um, um, you know I know every time I go for a scan that we started in the right place and. Um, And that was our experience at Huntington, from the nurses to the surgeons to the housekeeping staff that helped us. Um, You know, I couldn't say enough about the care that we received.
3: Thank you, Judy Lucas, for sharing your health story. I'd also like to thank Director of Nursing Education and Innovation, Donna Tanzi, and congratulate her and her team at Huntington Hospital for their fourth consecutive magnet designation. Best wishes as you drive for five. And I'd like to personally thank Dr. Robert Kerr for his patience and eloquence as he described Judy's situation and the skilled intervention by all on her behalf. Dr. Kerr discusses the brain and the mind following the conclusion of this program. It's worth a listen. As always, thank you to this program's technical director, Andre Doughty. To find out more about Huntington Hospital and the Magnet program, visit northwell.edu. I'm David North. Be well, look north. Hi, I'm David North, producer and host of Northwell's Health Story. I'm grateful to our guests and subjects for opening their hearts and sharing their experiences. I'd like to share this conversation with neurosurgeon Dr. Robert Kerr, who graciously and eloquently discussed his thoughts about his work, The Brain and the Mind.
2: It's the very unique thing about doing brain surgery and... The experience uh, of understanding how much terror is involved in, uh, for the, from the patient's perspective of us doing brain surgery, because so much is encompassed in, in the brain, making us who we are, our experience. The way in which we interact with the world how we feel about every single scenario is predicated on our mind and what is contained in our brain through lifelong experience to operate then on the brain and in the brain especially in very eloquent or important structures of the brain where our hands may change that irrevocably uh, is A very difficult thing to face sometimes and in Judy's case uh, the imminence and the likelihood that she was going to lose a significant portion of the way in which she would perceive and look at the world from then on is a challenging thing but that's where background technical expertise and then appreciating that and what it means for the patient is critical And so that discussion up front about what possible outcomes are maybe imminent, is so important. And then bringing to bear what we have available, which is at the height of our technology, where we can understand where connectivity within the brain is between language areas, visual locations, sensory areas, and functional motor areas. And being able to do our very best technically to have as minimal a footprint and leave the patient as intact is probably as possible now as it could have ever been in the past. And we continue to improve. And so the mind is what I think of as the the part of the brain which cannot be summed up in an individual moment or just isolated structures it's how that all works together uh, and changing some of the parts change how that person's mind perceptions and world experience is going to be forever afterwards so that is uh, is something that we struggle with and think about as surgeons on a continuous basis but uh, we're now very fortunate to live in a An era where science technology is allowing us to do that with much more facility um, and leaving as little damage or footprint on the person and who they are on the other side of what we do.
3: Dr. Robert Kerr is Section Chief of Neurosurgery for Northwell's Huntington Hospital.